0: I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Have you ever tried to practice meditation, but have no idea if it's working or even if you're doing it right? Wouldn't it be awesome if there was something to let you know when you're in the zone to let you know to do more of that? Well, there is something that does exactly that. It's called Muse. Muse is a brain sensing headband that helps you find more calm, sharper focus, and better sleep. It does this by measuring your brain waves and lets you know exactly when you're in a meditative state. It's an awesome tool for kids and for adults alike you can get 15% off any Muse product by clicking the link in the show notes below. Check them out at choosemuse.com. And again, don't forget to use that link for 15% discount at checkout. Hi, and welcome back. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. Of course, I'd love to say you. Thank you for tuning in. And also wanted to mention that I am a co-creator of the movement Mindfulness with People of Color, where we see you because we are you. And beginning every Tuesday from September until November 30th, we will be doing a live guided meditation every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All you have to do is register on the Zoom link and I'll have the information and the details below. So I hope that you can join me there if you're looking for a little bit more on a weekly basis. So today is Sunday, September 5th, and tomorrow the 6th is actually Labor Day, and it started in 1894. That was a really long time ago. So why is it that we even celebrate Labor Day? Well, according to History.com, Labor Day pays tribute to the contributions and achievements of American workers. And it was created in the 19th century and became a federal holiday in 1894. So when you really think about it, it's pretty amazing that we have a day to just celebrate workers and more often than not, generally speaking, all of us work in some capacity. Even if we're not out there in the workforce, stay-at-home moms and stay-at-home dads and parents and caregivers, they are workers as well. We have so many folks who work in some way or another to do a service for other people and to keep the world moving in some way. And it is absolutely amazing when our job lines up with Our vocation and our passion, what we love to do, and what the world needs. And that is the sweet spot of really being happy and living your life and doing what you love best and what other people need. I consider myself so fortunate to have found a job, which is not only just a job and a career, but also a passion and a need that kids and moms and caregivers need of providing mental health services and providing mindfulness classes for kids, which are free, by the way, every Wednesday virtually, and to provide even the information over this podcast to just share information with others that others find valuable. And there are a couple of different things that I'd like to touch upon Labor Day. And the first is feeling valuable in what you do in your everyday life. So sometimes some of us are not as fortunate to be able to do something that we enjoy. And we have to do things because we kind of have to, and we have to pay the bills. And it's perhaps the only option that we have at this very moment. And when it comes to feeling valuable, I have also found through personal experiences that when someone feels more valued, when someone feels like they are actually contributing to something that is being appreciated, and when someone feels that they themselves are being appreciated as a person, they do more. And not only do they just do more, but they do it more willingly and with a smile. And that's super important to remember in the way in which we treat one another, whether we are leaders in the positions we hold at work, or whether we are leaders in the positions we hold at home too. And that is with our family members, extended family, partners, spouses, and yes, even kids. When we request things of others and we do it more pleasantly and we do it with a smile and when we use our communication well and say please and thank you and point out how appreciative we are of the efforts that someone else has made to contribute, let's say to the home or to the household or to the job or corporate America, wherever it is that you'd like to take this example to in whichever setting, they will always be happier to do it more often. And that goes a long way, especially when compared to some people who perhaps may be so unhappy in the jobs and positions that they hold and things that they have to do because they may not want to be there, or they may only be there because they have to. But if others treat them a little bit differently, then they themselves start to see themselves differently and start to do things differently. It really is a positive chain reaction that we cannot control of others, but that we can control of ourselves. So what I would really like for you to think of is where in your job or in your passion, in your vocation, or even your home. In what instances may you be able to turn it up a notch in terms of showing gratitude and appreciation, in terms of being more mindful of the way that we speak to people, not only with our words, but also with our actions, also with our facial expressions, which have sometimes a mind of their own and can speak volumes without even using words and with our body language as well. A little change definitely goes a long way. Now, the other aspect of Labor Day that I wanted to touch upon is, again, as a reminder, Labor Day was created by workers who wanted to celebrate everything that workers give to the workforce, which is a lot because that's how we keep our neighborhoods and communities and our world spinning. But with that, in that celebration, we want to keep a couple of things in mind. And first is to have a work life balance that works for you. And this is very important. Not only for those of you who work outside of the home, but also those of you who work inside of the home. And for those of you who set an example for kids as well, because we all know that kids are soaking in everything, not only what we say, but probably more so what we do. We want to make sure that we keep a very healthy work-life balance. and that especially in the United States has proven to be a big challenge and we've seen it especially during the pandemic and after. Many of us keep our emails on on our phones and we live on a, such a go 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 type of timeline that we have to remind ourselves that it's okay to stop and take a breath, and it's okay to stop and rest, and it's okay and needed to take care not only of your physical health, but of your mental health. And of your well-being and getting enough rest and spending time with family and friends and those who fill your cup and your soul. Because it is through those things that we are then revived and hopefully have more creativity and more energy and more umph when it comes to then going back to our work and doing it with a smile. So it's important that we really set a good example for the kids with whom we work with or whom we live with and show them the importance of a work-life balance too. So that means for educators, really making sure that kids understand that school isn't just about academics. School is also about social emotional learning and about learning more about oneself and about others and treating others and oneself kindly. It's also very important to keep in mind that yes, it's important for kids to practice skills outside of the school building to keep up with that practice and hone in on skills. And it's important most definitely to read every single day. But it's also important to spend time with family. It's also important to engage in other activities in which they enjoy. And sometimes our kids as young as early middle school age are up till nine, 10, 11, and beyond at night, trying to juggle everything that they have on their plates because they have school and they have family time and they have sports and organizations. And sometimes they have to take care of younger siblings. Sometimes they work for a living based upon different demands that families have. So we want to make sure that we have a really good balance of giving our kids work to do, but also of teaching them the importance of taking care again of your physical health and mental health and making sure that they have activities where they can be their best selves so that they can practice that as kids so that they can be better adults. It's also important when it comes to back to the workforce, is not only having that work-life balance, but also engaging in forms of self-care that work for you. And I am very intentional when I say that work for you because not all types of self-care work for everyone. Personally, for me, I go for a monthly massage and I love getting my nails done because that works for me and refills my cup. But something that also works for me is getting enough sleep at night. Something that also works for me is making sure that I can turn the computer off and engage in playtime with my family at least a couple of times in a week. And sometimes self-care includes saying no to things that do not serve you in the best way. Sometimes self-care includes perhaps not getting back to that phone call, text, or email right away or perhaps not being able to help a friend or family member that weekend because you need to rest or because you'd like to catch up on a show. So it's definitely a delicate balance that really has no black or white answer, so to speak. It's a gray area that each of us have to carve out to see what works best for us. And I hope, I hope that that is what workers were thinking of when they've created Labor Day. Not only is it a celebration of workers, but it's also an additional day for you to give yourself a pat on the back, for you to show appreciation toward others and towards yourself for the hard work that you do. And we have to remember that that includes taking a break and doing things that we enjoy in order for us to be refueled, to do our job better the next day. And these, of course, are all aspects of mindfulness because mindfulness is when we pay attention to the right here and right now with kindness and curiosity, and we remove that layer of judgment. So hopefully paying attention to what your body, your mind, your soul, and your spirit calls for is engaging in mindfulness. And hopefully when you do engage in those activities that bring you joy, You are able to be present in them fully to get the most out of them. It is my hope to you and your family that you're able to enjoy Labor Day and that you're able to carve out time, hours, or even minutes, if that's what it takes, to take care of yourself. Because remember, if you are not the best parent, caregiver, educator, and simply put, If you are not the best person that you can be, you cannot serve others in the best capacity. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, take a breath in through your nose and exhale slowly in whatever way works best for you. As you continue to breathe, think of something that you have not had the time to do, but that you not only perhaps have to do, but more importantly, want to do. Think of that thing, project, event, whatever it may be. Think of the reasons why you'd like to make the time out to complete this. And then think, when you can actually make the time, when can you intentionally take out a couple of moments of your day to at least begin that thing that would bring you joy, that would bring you satisfaction, that would bring you appreciation, And that is good for your mental health and mental well-being and make an intention of when you will begin doing whatever that thing is and know that you are in the driver's seat just as you are setting this intention you also control the time that you have how you spend it and how you can bring more joy into your life at any time. Best wishes with that project and have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free To Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V. De Jesus. And as always remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.